Hey everybody, welcome to the Indel Show. Happy Monday. We have a fantastic show today. We're doing something actually new. We're doing uh, more than one person being interviewed. That's which right. I'm, I'm really excited about it. We have Emma, we have Lucas, and Simonetta. They're all from uh, Kids Talk Church History, a podcast that's fantastic. And so we're going to be talking with them, but I want to let you know before we dive into the interview um, and today's episode, uh, we have some swag. We have, and by we, I mean me, because obviously Chris is, I, you know, he didn't go to the store yet. I wasn't yet. allowed to. Uh, I was told we only had one of each. We and do. So if you want to get, we have one small, one medium, one large, one extra large. So uh, if you fit any of those, um, <laughs> you should run to the store. Not run, because it's online. Go to indout.ca slash store. Wow, this is a rough start. Um, and get yours today. We have sweaters, we have t-shirts, and we have these brand new mugs. Unashamed of the gospel. And so uh, these are fantastic. I'm going to be drinking from this uh, pretty soon. Water. Uh, or oh, tea. Okay. Uh, happy Monday. God bless you guys. Enjoy today's show. Well, happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Indo Show. Happy Ooh. Monday, Christopher. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Brendan, happy Monday. Um, it's a good day today. Uh, you know what? It Summer. Is. It's August. It's, it's sunny. Uh, but it's also a sad day. Oh, this sad. is the last episode of season one, and uh, this is the last episode with Brendan. <laughs> I know. I know. What do you mean? I know. He's getting fired today. I saw. Did you guys not? Did you get that email? <laughs> From yeah, I, I CEO. Think, I think he's getting called into yeah, he's the boss's office yeah, he's after getting, this. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. What did he, I do? I, what did you do? Why did Ben Here's fire a montage. Me? Here's a montage. <laughs> <laughs> Quick montage. Roll the clip. He'll <laughs> take us on a journey through his life and his land. Make lots of money with his podcast. Let me tell you, folks, he'll make us understand. Before you shave the beauty of this culture no and the struggles he's faced. Don't listen to anything. The love that he's found and the grace he's embraced. Uh, enough said. Yeah, I'm, um, not, I'm not getting fired, guys. He's not getting fired. No, I quit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? We did mention uh, a few weeks ago yeah. um, that uh, there's a transition happening in your life. You're going full time into uh, videography with your company that you started a while ago. Yeah, and so now it's getting so busy because uh, he's doing such great work that uh, he can't manage both anymore. Uh, so, you're too kind. so we're we're pretty sad. Um, we're gonna kind of sad. No, very <laughs> sad. And I'm really so, happy. I got my my mic back today. My o my OG. Yes, mic. the OG mic. The, the real OG mic. mic. Uh, also, if you're watching, not the hand me down. Um, we need a couple more mics. So <laughs> if you're financially uh, gifted in the uh, money department, I love it when you uh, say that. We need two sure SM7Bs. Yeah, <laughs> financially gifted in the money. Wait, what'd you say? In gifted in the money department. Financially gifted in the money department. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, we have a great show for us today, um, and just want to let you know a couple things. Uh, number one. You can become an in-doubt insider. Did you guys know that there's in-doubt insiders now? We have some that's, that have signed true. up, which is pretty amazing. And so you can go to indoubt.ca uh, and you can become an in-doubt insider. You get some uh, insider information, if you will. You get some exclusive stuff. You get discounts on the store. Lots of fun stuff. So uh, indoubt.ca. Maybe I should um, do that. You uh, Honestly, we really, you know, yeah. if your videography I mean, company is doing really well. I'm not working here anymore, so I don't know what's going on. You, you should become an in-doubt insider. <laughs> I should. In the, the financial bank money <laughs> department. Um, anyway, so I uh, want to let you know about that. 
uh, that's uh, awesome. There's a way you can contribute financially, whatever, a monthly partnership, uh, whatever works for you. But that would really help us. And also, we would love to bless you, too. So uh, think about that. Become an Endowed Insider. Also, um, after the episode today, uh, we're going to debrief. We're going to talk about it. And uh, then we're going to have a little bit of a, you know, kind of a goodbye party. Party sounds uh, like not the right word because, you know. It's like a. It's something we're excited about. Oh. (laughs) Wakes are very happy, right? Wakes? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means. Oh, what's going? What'd you guys tell do? us? I just shut down that. You know, like in like uh, <laughs> like New Orleans and like when. Oh right, right, dies, right, right, right. It's like they have a wake. Yeah. Oh, wait, you, I'm dying. And it's a happy. It's, yeah, it's like because it's like a, it's a oh, celebration. Yeah. That somebody like died? a celebration a, of life. A, oh, a, yes. Oh, we, we we're having a <laughs> so we're having a celebration of life for him, but he's still alive. Yeah. I thought you were happy that I died. I'm no, sorry. we're gonna celebrate his life. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's yeah. been a part of Back to the Bible and Good News Broadcasting Association of Canada as a whole in doubt uh, for six years. Wow. And so uh, we're going to celebrate that that's right. as he uh, moves on. And wow. so that's going to be happening after the episode. But today's episode is going to be great. We're talking about church history. Now, these are the youngest guests we've ever had on the in doubt show. Wow. Uh, two of them this are 15. Yeah. Wow. And um, And so they have a podcast called Kids Talk Church History. And uh, we're going to walk through the importance of understanding church history, understanding the significance of learning from those who've gone before us, learning things to do and maybe things to avoid. We can learn a whole bunch of stuff. And so um, we're going to talk with them. Uh, but before we talk with them, um, I wanted to share what I learned about on Sunday oh. at church yesterday. And But I also wanted to open the floor. If there's anything you guys wanted to talk about, how's your weekends? It's great. We just uh, hired a new uh, youth pastor. Nice. So uh, it was his first time speaking on a Sunday morning. And did he pass? Yeah, it th- was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Well, we're doing a series on like women in the Bible. It's, uh, to- oh, boy. it's topical, I know. <laughs> no, that's fine. Topical, <laughs> as we've discussed yeah. as we've many discussed. times. It's many wrong. Many times. He <laughs> preached on First Samuel, Hannah. Okay. She was barren. And so, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Not just that she was barren, but like, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's big, the whole point. so big takeaway. <laughs> Yeah, that that's it. <laughs> oh my goodness! And you had to jump in and rescue uh, the music department. I did. I lead worship at my church, and the worship leader, I had food poisoning. Oh, he texted me at five a.m. He's like, "Hey, I I usually co-lead," and he's like, "I need you to lead." I was like, "All right, here we go." It was great though. It was fun. That's a good time. Yeah, I hate food poisoning. Food that's poisoning actually is the worst. Su- that actually sucks. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty terrible. Uh, Chris, how was your weekend? How's it's church? Good. How's church life? Is good. Yeah. 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 Are you in uh, First John? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's John, not First. Oh yeah, sorry, John, sorry, they've, sorry taken a, they've taken a break. Oh right. yeah, that's right. They gone, are. Yeah, yeah. To Colossians. Yeah. Okay. For some topical yeah. stuff for a bit, but okay, that's back cool. In Colossians. We're back, back into the expositional. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Oh, there was a topical break, and I, I was worried. I was really so worried. So you didn't for actually you. finish John then? No, we haven't finished yet. So oh. are you planning to go back? That's he didn't bring it up for me. Yeah, next summer or oh, yeah, next okay. spring or something. Okay, okay. Yeah, I guess they plan these things out. They probably do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to share something that I learned uh, at church, and then we'll dive into this interview. Please. Um, we're going through 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And um, <clears throat> it was very interesting because Paul's kind of going through what he went through. He's just kind of talking about his struggles, the suffering he's had to endure, He's kind of boasting about all that, which is like, um, you know, 
there's a, there's a lot of context, but he just talks about this. Listen to this. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. So he's just literally floating around in the ocean, in the sea, uh, just overnight. I can't even imagine how terrifying that would be. And then he talks about dangers with robbers and dangers with countrymen and Gentiles and city and wilderness and all kinds of things. And then it's interesting because in chapter 4 of 2 Corinthians, he talks about his light and momentary afflictions. And then after he goes through this whole thing of all the things he's been through, and he says, yeah, just that. And and there was other things. (laughs) There was other things (laughs) that I don't even want to talk about right now. I don't even want to bring it up. So it's like, there was more. Yeah. So he lists all these things again, plus more of the day-to-day things that I've struggled with. Wow. And it just kind of opened my eyes to the reality that, you know, oftentimes we complain about a lot of stuff. Even for me, when we did a, a mission, a ministry trip a few months back, we went to a few different places and, you know, you can easily complain about leg room on the plane or, wow, these pretzels. That's all I get. <laughs> that's all the food I get on the plane. Um, you know, we're going to do a ministry trip and it's so easy to complain. And here's this guy doing ministry trips where it takes way longer to get to a destination. If Paul was looking at today, yeah. you guys can fly, <laughs> get from here to there in yeah. three hours what? and they feed you what pretzels. <laughs> Paul's um, like, I love pretzels. Yeah, it's like, I, I just feel like, wow, it just puts things into perspective of all that he had to endure and how he did it. He suffered for Christ with joy and it was so worth it for him. Mm-hmm. And here we are in 2023 and it just I find it very easy to just complain about all sorts of things. And so that's very eye-opening for me. And I think it's a good transition to our episode because we can look through church history. We can look throughout church history Look at our family members in the faith, what they've had to endure, how they grew, how they learned, things to do, things to avoid. Um, and that can help shape us for today, 2023. Mm-hmm. And so we have um, wonderful guests today. We'll dive right in. I think it's going to be fantastic. We're going to talk all things church history, why they got involved. I mean, 15 years old, and they're just so passionate about church history. So we'll dive into what they're doing, what their podcast is up to and uh, how it's important for us to not neglect the old, but actually study it, learn from it, so it can help us for today and the future. So let's dive into the interview. They're ready to go, and uh, let's learn together. Awesome. So we have Emma, Lucas, and Simonetta. Thank you so much for joining us today from the Kids Talk Church History Podcast. So how are you guys doing today? Great. Thanks for having us. Great. I guess, yeah. I know it's going to be like, okay, great, great. This is awesome. Yeah, same thing. Great, great, great. Ditto, ditto. Um, this is awesome. This is the first time we've done this where we've had, you know, three of you joining us on uh, on a Zoom call. But uh, well, not actually Zoom, but online. Um, but uh, I'm going to give you guys the floor and I'm going to say maybe Emma can start. And uh, since she's the senior team uh, in the group and uh, maybe just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you're up to. And then we can kind of transition to what you're doing for ministry. But tell us about yourself, and then it can be Lucas and then Simonetta. Okay, so I'm Emma. I am a co-host on the Kids Talk Church History podcast. Um, I My hobbies include collecting all the hobbies. So I do just about everything in very scattered short bursts. So, yeah, 
I don't know. What kind of details do you want? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Tell us like a little bit about, so what do you do with your hobbies? Like tell us some of the fun things. Well, as I said, I do just about all of them, just none at the same time. Yeah. So a lot of crafting of various okay. natures, you know, all the things. Currently working yeah. on approximately 47 things. 47. <laughs> That's a bit of a hyperbole, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take, you know. That's amazing. And how old are you? I'm 15. Almost you're 16. 15, you're turning 16 very shortly. And mm -hmm. uh, so you're in school? Uh, actually, I just finished this past year, yesterday, because I took some summer classes at the oh, local amazing. community college. So Come yesterday on. was my last day of school Woo! until... Until like two weeks. <laughs> Until two weeks. Oh, okay. Wow. That's uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but a two-week break. That's amazing. Good for you. Awesome. And Lucas, tell us about... You're the youngest of the two. I am. Um, but... Uh, uh, this, isn't, this isn't usually normal. I'm I always... I'm always the oldest, right? Mm -hmm. I always think I'm the oldest, but uh, <laughs> I'm 15, right? I'm the youngest one here. Uh, I like uh, playing the bass. That's one of okay. my hobbies. Nice. Right. Uh, I, uh, I'm doing school the whole summer. I'm trying to do overload on math because I want to get into electrical engineering. So I got cool. to do a lot of math on that. And so uh, I am never done with school. Nice. That's, uh, that sounds rough, but that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, what do you want to do, Emma, after? Do you know? Uh, after high school? Yeah. Um. Probably marketing or something along cool. the lines. I am also like, wow, accounting would be really cool. But I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Accounting. So I did accounting in university mm -hmm. and I did. I do love numbers and my mom's an accountant. That's where I get it from. And my mm -hmm. dad loves numbers too. But um, I don't, uh, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, you have to be called to be an accountant, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I guess you have to be called to be anything, but you know, it's, it's hard work, but it's good work. And my mom uses her firm like for ministry, like she's praying with clients mm -hmm. all the time. It's actually quite beautiful. So that's cool. Accountant and mechan mechanical engineer. Amazing. Um, and Simonetta, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Mm. Um, I am uh, many things. <laughs> I was mostly a mother for many, many years because uh, I have eight children. Uh, but they're eight all children. Out. Yes. So Amazing. yeah, they kept, kept me busy for a long time. Wow, praise they're God. They're all grown up, so they still keep me busy in some ways, but not <laughs> not as much. Um, and so I also started to write uh, books. I've always loved writing, but I never thought I would write a book. I, I wrote my first book in two thousand eight. It was a book about. Um, no, oh, when you were born, Lucas. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I It was a book about John Calvin. And because 2009 was the 500th anniversary. And so I had this idea of writing biographies, short biographies uh, about people in church history. But I didn't want to write about uh, um, how great they were or how much they loved the Lord. Because, you know, everybody, all Christians do. But... Uh, I just wanted to see why they were important in church history and also theologically, because I really thought kids could understand more than we give them credit for. And 
initially I got a lot of rejections for my book, but you know, I didn't really care too much because I didn't even think it was going to get published, but it did. Wow, <laughs> and I have God. about like 20 books done now and I have a church history book. And so wow. all of a sudden I'm an author. <laughs> wow. Mm. Author of many books, mother to eight children. Do you have a lot of grandkids? No, I only have three so far. So three, come on, yeah, kids, hurry up! Slow. I know, huh? They're slow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're watching, hurry up! No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you so much. Well, okay, so um, you mentioned you're doing a lot of writing, and you were asked to write for uh, an article for the Gospel Coalition, but actually Emma wrote an article. And so yes. maybe share a little bit about that, Simonetta, mm -hmm. about the importance of kind of passing the baton. And then maybe Emma can walk us through the article. Yeah. So um, since I started with this uh, podcast, uh, this was an idea I had after I did the book uh, about church history. I, um, I thought about doing a podcast for kids, but hosted by kids. And I think this is unusual, I think. I have not found one yet that is completely hosted by kids. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, anyway, I had this idea. And so I, I started this podcast and the kids took over and they're doing beautifully. And then the Gospel Coalition asked me to write an article about related to the podcast and about why it's important to learn church history. And I said, the podcast is by kids four kids, so the, the article should be written by a kid or a teen. And uh, so I asked my my hosts who wanted to do it, and Emma said, yes, I'll do it. And, uh, and it was fantastic. And I think, you know, for me, it's very important that I think it's a good idea for anybody who has a magazine, whether online or, or on paper, to involve the teens, they can contribute so much. And yeah. if you just listen to the podcast, you know what I mean. You know, these yeah. kids are amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. What a cool, um, just a cool reminder for us to always be including all generations, mm -hmm. all people in yes. in the work of the Lord. It's, it's so important. Praise God. Okay, so Emma ended up writing the article. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you wrote and uh, maybe walk us through it a little bit. Yeah, so um, I guess my goal with writing this article was to frame the study of church history in a way that uh, I guess brought it into a context where like it really is important for everybody to learn and it it's not something that's just like, you know, academic. Like it is part of our spiritual heritage and thus it is important for people to study it especially I think children because it really does bring Christianity into something being more than just like you know something that you do on Sunday or something that mm. you know you, you talk about but don't really like like it this is something that people for you know 2,000 years have died for and so it really is like it's more important than just you know something that we think about sometimes so yeah. I wrote about, you know, my experience, how I was introduced to church history through my parents. Um, for me, church history has never been something that I was like, wow, I guess I need to like 
learn about church history now. It was something that my parents really did a good job of imbuing into the ordinary life that I lived. And, you know, as in church when we did the creeds or, you know, the Westminster Catechism or whatever it is, really um, context, they really contextualized that as, you know, your brothers and sisters in the faith wrote this stuff and it matters. And mm-hmm. so I guess that was kind of what, what, what I did in the article. And did your parents incorporate some stuff like in the home? Or was it all just kind of what you've seen at church? Yeah. So um, when we have a lot of Simonetta Carr's books on our (laughs) shelf and, um, you know, my dad, Sunday afternoons, that was a lot of what we did as we would, you know, read those books when I was younger. So cool. And uh, my grandparents had all these like uh, historical fiction about like missionaries and various theological figures. Um, So whenever we went to their house, I would always like read all of those. And it was just something that we just like talked about very normally on a very regular basis. And it was it was it was never something that was like, okay, we're going to like talk about church history now. It was just part of our family culture. And so, yeah, that's so cool. And I think it's so important for people who are watching or listening. Uh, Maybe you have small kids or just to make sure that you're incorporating that into rhythms and routines in life. Um, so Lucas, what was your, um, uh, story getting involved with the kids talk church history podcast? Uh, well, uh, it first started with, uh, Mrs. Carr. She would come into the Sunday school room with uh, the rough drafts for her books. She would read it to us and try to get uh, our feedback, right? It started with, uh, my older sister, Lucy, and then it came down to the fourth and sixth grades and I was in there. So I read some of her books or heard some of her books from her. And uh, she would also come over with her big, the whole church history book. (laughs) That was, uh, she would read that and get our opinion on each chapter. Uh, And then COVID hit and that stopped. Mm. But then she came up to us about uh, a podcast, right? That we were, uh, she was trying to get with the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. And uh, I did an audition to make sure I fit there, and I did. And this is this is the story. So cool. <laughs> that is so cool. And so did you guys all go to the same church? Nope. No. Mm-mm. Are you in Me different parts of... Yeah, okay. So you guys went because, of course, she came to read some of her chapters. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, where are you in the same area? No, I'm actually on the opposite coast in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Thank God for technology. And so how many hosts are... Mrs. Carr from afar. Okay. How cool is that? Like, man, I just, Mm -hmm. I think that's so cool. Praise God. Um, And so uh, how many hosts are on uh, the podcast? Now we have... Nine? Uh, Maybe nine. Wow. Okay. kind of rotate like the number. Yeah. 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 You kind of rotate through. That's amazing. So this podcast... Mm-hmm. This and it started during COVID then. Mm, uh, no, yeah, I, like 2022, right? Okay. Yeah, I mean it's mm-hmm. it's hard to tell when COVID st- stopped. I <laughs> know the whole thing's a blur. Like, is it actually over though? I don't know. It depends mm-hmm. on where you are. Yeah. But um, okay, so it started in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last year. Amazing. And uh, so tell us a little bit about what you guys are doing with the podcast, and I'll make sure that we have resources available. 
um, you know, on our website so people can get a chance to go to the podcast. But what's like a regular, you know, a typical episode uh, involved? Give us a little taste. Uh, all right. So, or who are you asking? That's a good question. <laughs> um, you started, so I guess I'm asking you. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, uh, it'll start with uh, the hosts, usually three hosts, doing a little talk about. Um, they'll give a little introduction, a little story, introduce themselves, and then uh, give a little background about what we're going to talk about. And then we bring in an expert. And then we ask him questions for 10, 15, sometimes 20 minutes if mm-hmm. it uh, goes long, right? Uh, and then we get we get the information out that way. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> talking to the experts. That's what I'm doing right now, actually. Um, <laughs> talking to the experts. Uh, that's fantastic. So um, there's a lot of people who <clears throat> don't, I don't want to say they don't care about church history, but it's just not on their radar. Um, they're just focused on the today and the future and they don't take time to look to the past, uh, at what happened in, um, previous generations throughout history. So why would you guys say church history is important? Why is it important for you? I'll start with Emma. Well, for, for me, one thing that I really love about church history is, um, thinking about the body of Christ and how, um, our brothers and sisters in the faith aren't just, you know, present time church, but also the the church pre- in the past, right? So when we study church history, like we're learning about our family. And that's a really beautiful thing to just learn how God has always sustained his church and just how he has worked. And also, I think it's really important theologically because it enables us to, one, not be you know, taken in by quote unquote new theologic theology that is actually just a heresy that they dealt with in, you know, the fourth century. Um, and, you know, we learn about these people who, who died for really important things, you know, people mm. who would not back down uh, in the face of heresy. And I think that is a really important thing for every Christian to understand like that this, this stuff matters and, what stuff matters and what is, what are, what, what should we should be willing to um, agree to disagree on? Yeah, that's huge. I sp- especially in 2023 mm-hmm. where it seems like there's a lot of heresy and there's a lot of false teaching um, being rooted in truth, going back, right. looking at what people actually died for, what mattered, mm-hmm. what's important. That's so good. Uh, what about Lucas for you? What, why is church history important for you? What, what do you feel like, I really want to be a part of this ministry. Well, uh, I'm kind of piggybacking off what Emma said, but uh, the heresies, I think uh, that's a big one because um, let me just name, I think there's docetism and Arianism. Uh, those were really big ones back walk then. Us and through, then. Walk us through those two for some people who are <laughs> listening right, so, who don't know. Yeah. Uh, I believe docetism is where uh, you believe Jesus did not have a real body. And then... Uh, you know, I can't remember what Arianism is, but it was a big heresy. It's where uh, you don't believe that Jesus is divine. Yes. yes. So th- those go hand in hand. Um, yeah. But I think it's really important so that we can defend the true Christian faith uh, even today. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. I love it. Simonetta, for you, you've had a longer um, 
journey in ministry mm-hmm. through studying church history, writing about church history. Uh, why did you, when did it start for you? And uh, mm-hmm. was that your upbringing as well, like Emma? Or when did your passion for church history start? Um, it started when I was homeschooling my kids. And um, actually, it was not my upbringing at all. And I, it was not even included in my curriculum for my kids. I, I didn't, I was one of the typical Christians, I guess, who <laughs> doesn't know anything about churches. But then somebody at my church had a, a class. Um, it was an intern who studied at the seminary. And he started to teach a Sunday school class for adults on uh, church history. And I didn't know anything. And I was so excited to learn about it. And so actually when I started the idea of writing my books, I I actually wanted this intern to write them. And he kept saying no, and that's how I ended up doing them. But um, <laughs> that's how my interest started. And then I, I was thinking, we need to include it in the curriculum. In the, you know, If I'm homeschooling the kids and they're learning about art and uh, science and everything in history, they should also learn about theology in history. Hmm. And uh, that's how it all started. Wow. And, and, and why yeah. why is it important for you? Why it's important. Um, what they said, <laughs> uh, you know, about not reinventing the wheel. There's um, yeah. uh, somebody at, at the Westminster Seminary, the, the father of our pastor, actually, that uh, once said, if you try to reinvent the wheel, it seldom comes around. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, Christians try to to resolve issues today without studying the past and finding out that maybe they've been debated before. <laughs> uh, you know, they're just harming themselves by not doing that. And um, also <clears throat> on a more personal level, I think for me, church history has helped me to, for one thing, to check my own ideas with those of other Christians who came before me and who lived in different times, a different situation, but not completely alien to ours. So, um, you know, for example, second century, the second century Christians, they face so many things that we are facing now because they were, um, they were living in a, in a situation where people around them were not Christian. So now we're kind of going back to that because uh, mm-hmm. I find a lot of people today know nothing about Christianity just because their parents never taught them. So we're facing some of the same things and then you can learn from them how did they uh, face this situation and what did they do and and some things are surprising because they they wrote so much about patience and about, and about love and you probably don't even suspect that you know you would think you find apologetics all over and there were there was that too, but also so much patience and love, and and it was very impressive. So that's just an example, and um, and also kind of encouraging. Uh, you know, it's it's always encouraging to read about church history, but especially 
um, to me, it's also important because it points us to Christ and it shows how Christ has preserved his church. And I think that's that was the main thing with my book. I had to, I, I wrote a whole book on church history. I had to sort of put, put some... Uh, um, major theme for the book, I guess. So from the beginning to the end, I kept repeating how Christ preserved this church and not only the church, but the gospel, because that's a very important, you know, mm-hmm. preserve the church and, and the gospel, which is uh, his message of salvation. And, um, and to me, you know, it's like, I've been thinking even uh, if you read Hebrews 11, the, you know, all the, the um, examples of faith, right after that it says, now that you've, you have this cloud of witnesses around you, looking unto Jesus, you keep going looking unto Jesus, who's the, the author and, and finisher of your faith. So to me, church history does just that. You know, I look at all the people in church history and they point me to Jesus. So that's wow. it. <laughs> so good. And I think such good points to remember from each of you. Um, just the reality that, you know, even as you were saying, Simonetta, the, the second century, what the Christians were going through, we can mm-hmm. actually look through church history and it gives us tools yes. to live in 2023. Mm-hmm. It's not obsolete. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people think, oh, history, or even people who think, a lot of Christians who think, oh, Old Testament, that's just old. Give me the new. Mm-hmm. Old is bad. Old phone, old whatever, old technology. <laughs> we just automatically assume old is outdated and therefore obsolete and not necessary. But you're just reminding us, hey, the second century Christians went through exactly what we're going through. So let's read about the second, uh, second century Christians and mm-hmm. find out what they did, how they lived, and um, apply it to 2023. So, okay, so we see that there's a lot of benefits, like looking at the second you know, century Christians and how we can apply it to 2023. Um, are there any dangers in looking? I mean, obviously, church history, we see Christians not always get it right. Uh, so it's not always the way that we need to take, I guess, uh, Emma, mm-hmm. maybe you're suggesting maybe there's some warnings as well. So maybe walk us through that just to make sure that people are, you know, not taking everything church history as gospel. Yeah. Well, you know, that's part of the thing. The only gospel that we have is the actual gospel, you know, the, the Bible. gospel. Yeah. Um, and so it can be really helpful to use the lens of these scriptures themselves as we look at church history. And you, you know, it can be a good way to learn the skills of comparing what people are saying to the Bible and, um, in a, you know, instead of going out in the world and being like, oh, this person said something and they quoted, you know, a verse from, you know, Luke. So it must be true. Um, and we can use, practice our discernment skills on yes. church church history. But also um, it can be helpful where we know the pitfalls that Christians have often fallen into because there are definitely patterns of mm-hmm. things that Christians all throughout, you know, history have always tended toward certain things. And so yeah. we can be more aware and watch out so that we hopefully are better guarded against those pitfalls. And, you know, by God's grace, we can not fall into those things by studying church history and knowing what to look for. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. So looking through church history, 
um, you know, it presents us the way and it also presents us warnings. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but I love what you said. We only have one gospel and it is the gospel, <laughs> the true message. And so we also need to use the word as our, you know, litmus tests of just mm-hmm. kind of learning and discerning um, and then looking through church history to figure, okay, there's patterns. If I put you on the spot, is there a pattern that you can think of that you've seen, you know, throughout church history that maybe we're living in today that we can maybe look back on and say, hey, wait a minute, red flag. Yeah, well, one thing that immediately pops to mind is this tendency for, uh, you know, wanting, you know, signs and wonders there, there are pres- things in the Bible that God has given that are physical, you know, signs. You know, we have mm-hmm. the sacraments, right? And so being aware that this is a thing that Christians tend to want to make th- more physical things than God has given to us in worship. Mm. Uh, and then being aware of that. So when you uh, as an individual are like, wow, it would be really cool to like, you know, do whatever. And be like, hmm, wait, Christians have done this before and this wasn't super biblical. And, you know, either that can urge you to go look at the Bible more carefully and be like, hmm, let's see if this thing that I want to do is actually a good thing or if it's just, you know, my own sinful nature wanting to make my worship more fun or whatever. Yeah, it's interesting. And I guess like, again, going back to the word, seeing Mm -hmm. and then going through church history to see, well, what happened to those Christians Mm -hmm. throughout history that have been so not obsessed, but maybe elevating Mm -hmm. some of those things you're talking about, just like, you know, the experiential things or Mm -hmm. other physical things when they focus on it. I mean, there's a lot of churches, you know, in North America who focus on specific physical things. That's like, that's their thing. Mm -hmm. And they've become so obsessed with certain things that they want to experience in a worship service or whatever. And it's, that's a, that's a good warning. Look through church history. What happened when they went through it and uh, mm-hmm. when they focused on it or elevated it instead of elevating the word, the truth and um, the things that we're, we've been given that we can practice physically. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really good. Um, so and, and I, even if, sorry, Go, no, no, go ahead, please. And even if like it is actually a good thing for you to do it, if it's still forcing you to go back to the word to make sure, like you're just in the word more. And that's always a good thing. Like it's never a bad thing to read the Bible more. And so <laughs> even if the thing that you weren't exactly sure about is in fact good, you're still dwelling in the word more, which is only going to be beneficial for you in the long yes. run. Yes, yes. I love it. Um, okay, so uh, we talked through you know, the importance of church history, um, you know, how it helps us in today's world. It's not obsolete. It's not outdated. It's actually very beneficial to either show us the way or show us a warning. I love that. Um, That's really important for our people to be reminded of that. And uh, you're stirring in me a new passion for church history, which is super fun. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, Tell us who your favorite character is. And we can't say Jesus because he should be all of our favorites. But uh, tell us throughout church history, it could be someone in the Bible or someone, a missionary, whoever that stands out to you, uh, that you just really admire them. And they're like a person that you're like, wow, that's amazing. I love that person. So I'll start with Emma, then we'll do Lucas and then Simonetta. Okay. Well, my favorite character in church history is, well, there are a lot, but I really love Brendan the Navigator, who was a Irish 
monk in the 5th century, 6th century, something like that. And he, the thing that he's kind of known for is he possibly discovered, well, landed on North America on one of his journeys. So he's called Brennan the Navigator because he would take his little boat and all of his monk underlings and go, you know, journey around to a mission to all the various people in all the different islands around Ireland and up through up, up all to Iceland. And he's just very cool. He has a very cool name. He has a very, like a very (laughs) interesting story. Um, So he's one of my favorites. I have a lot, but yeah, he's my current obsession. Okay. That's amazing. Um, That's so fun. He does have a fun name. He does have Um, a fun name. Okay. Luke. Oh, Hey, update, <laughs> update's done. I psyched you out. Okay. <laughs> ha. Uh, Lucas, uh, who's your favorite character and why? Well, uh, first I was going to say Paul, but I feel like that's a bit of a cop-out answer. So instead, uh, I will say Stephen. Okay. The one thing you get to know about him is he gets chosen by the apostles, he preaches, and he's martyred. That's all you get to know. And I think that's just uh, so brave of him to just do those three things and then be caught up into eternal glory. And I think that's Hmm. that's a very encouraging story. Hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Praise God. Simonetta, who's your favorite character? Well, one of your favorite, obviously we have many favorites. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I, I am, I just have so, so many. Um, I think if I, if I had to meet somebody, if I had to choose to meet somebody, it would be either one of the women in uh, in the medieval times because we know so so little about them. So I want to know mm. more. And also, they sounded very brave. Um, but also, I, I I think I would like to meet Augustine of Hippo. I just love the confessions. I love the way he writes and. Uh, and it just uh, it just speaks from his heart, and I think I would like to know more just about him and what he thinks about a lot of things. Um, wow! I think that's about it. Yeah. Isn't it so cool that like one day we're all going to be together and we get yeah. to meet all these heroes of the that faith? Would be fun. It's like, and we have all eternity to just hang out mm-hmm. with them. Like, I'm most excited to meet the three wise men. Or however many wise men we don't actually know. Yeah. Uh, that's who I'm most excited because I, I have stuff I want to know. <laughs> what do you want to know from the wise well, men? Like, how, like what, what about it? Were they like, wow, this is a really cool star. Was it just like, <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit that was just like, you need to go? Or did was there like, who were they? Where where did they come from? You know, I just I just want to know all the all the things about like their journey and like yeah, I just want to meet them. That's mm-hmm. so fun. And like, yeah, so like what prompted them? What did the prompting feel like yeah, when you saw the star? Right. What yeah. did you sense or hear? I mean, thank God we have eternity because we have like a million questions. <laughs> I have so many people. So. I'm like, give me your life story. Yeah, start <laughs> from the beginning and go. <laughs> we got time. We got All we got is time. So, yes. you know, take your time. We got eternity. Um, <clears throat> I think... um. For the people who are listening right now in uh, audio world or if they're watching, uh, maybe give some people who are watching who just don't have a desire 
to learn about church history, what would you tell them? How would you encourage them um, to maybe do some reading? I'll start with Emma. Okay. So I sorry would say that I'm one. Always, sorry that I'm always starting with you. It's, it's okay. uh, I'm like not giving you any time to think. I can start no. with Simonetta if you want like no. a moment. I, okay, I got this. Okay. You're ready to go. Okay. Amazing. So, so one, I would say it's your family history. Like yeah. this is exciting. Also, there's, there's a lot of really crazy drama that happens in the church. You know, this is a bunch of, you know, sinful people doing some crazy stuff. And like, that's just interesting. But also, like, this is your family. You want to yeah. learn about your family. And, like, um, on top of all the other, like, more theological reasons that we've already discussed, like, it's just interesting. Also, yeah. all history is God's history. So, like, yeah. basically anything that you're interested in, it's basically all church history if you, like, if you think of it in that way. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. It's, like, all God's story. Mm-hmm. The successes, the failures, the highs, right. the lows, the yeah. rights, the wrongs, the way, the warnings. It's all mm-hmm. a part of God's story. Yeah. We're just learning about his faithfulness. Yeah, it's amazing. Every time that we look at the church mm-hmm. in the past. And that's just like, it's so encouraging. You know, God has always been faithful and he will continue to be faithful. And that's yeah. a glorious thing. Um, I would say, uh, look to Jesus because he looked back to church history. He looked back on the Old Testament. He quoted it. And if you're... If you're not going to listen to the greatest man ever, then uh, you're going to have some problems, right? Because all the great men in history, let's say uh, Napoleon, he looked back to Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar looked back to Alexander the Great. And you see all these uh, famous people are looking back, uh, even in secular, not even church history. And so it's mm-hmm. uh, you can see it's always important to look back. Uh, Isaac Newton, he said... If I've gotten this far, it's because I've stood on the shoulder of giants. And yeah, you can uh, always get help by looking at the past. That's mm-hmm. so good, man. That's so good. Praise God. Simonetta, uh, what would you? What would your word of encouragement be to a young person who is just not interested? Yeah, well, just what they said. <laughs> um, what, what Lucas was saying reminded me of something Um our pastor just said, preached on this a couple of uh, weeks ago about Mark 8 when uh, when Jesus told the disciples, you know, when I broke, when I fed 5,000 people, how many baskets of leftovers did you have left? And when I fed 3,000, how many did you have left? You know, just like, remember the past? Remember what mm. I did for you before? <laughs> Are you forgetting so quickly? And uh, and so that's really good because going reading church history can can tell us okay we've been through this before and you know the Lord has preserved the church because so many times you hear today you know the church is is going through something unprecedented <laughs> you hear the word a lot you know like. Mm-hmm. We've never been in anything like this. No, wait, you have. Um, and then also, um, just, uh, you know, why why uh, you don't want to learn church history? Because, you know, you don't have time. Well, what Lucas said, you know, like, it, it's important. Uh, it's boring, what Emma said. It's not. <laughs> just try. <laughs> Read the story, too. You know, it's not boring. Or, or some people might even be afraid, you know, to, to read church history because 
that some people, some Christians are afraid to uh, face ideas that are different from their own. And so you, you can read church history and you, you find people, you know, I'm not talking just heresies, but like maybe ideas that are not exactly the same. They don't match your ideas, but these people are still Christians and you don't necessarily know what to do. <laughs> uh, and it's great. It's great because it just opens your mind, you know, and it helps you to to question the things that you believe and, and think, oh, were they right? It was, am I right? Are we both right? <laughs> Is it something that matters or not? And, and just learn from each other. And even people that you definitely don't think, you definitely disagree with, you know, just don't cancel them out because I, I just mm. don't like this new idea of uh, canceling people out of uh, history so much uh, because we just need to learn from each other and, and we're all sinners so 20 years i don't know uh, 50 years from now somebody will look back and and want to cancel one of us out so yeah. <laughs> hopefully probably not. me probably me if <laughs> we, we want to have bets <laughs> and it probably won't take 50 years um uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you're so you guys are just this has been such um such a fruitful conversation. And I think it's right. It's super important for us to do. We can learn so much from people who are like us, people who are different, have different ideas. And uh, what Emma said, like it's also very exciting. When people tell me, "Oh, I don't like reading the Bible. The Bible's boring." I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Like Jonah getting sucked by a fish? Like you can go story after story after story." I'm like, "This is not boring. This is actually like amazing." And so um, dive deep. Even like Emma, I'm so inspired by like, okay, I want to talk to the wise men and just ask them like, <laughs> you know, what did it feel like? Or when you saw the star, or what, you know, mm -hmm. if you read your Bible and not just read it quickly to check your box for your Devo for the day, but immerse yourself in the story and like wonder what it's like in the shoes of a wise man or, you know, Stephen or, you know, all these different characters. It's like, if you immerse yourself in the word and just be in like, man, it is, it's just, it's so beautiful. And that's why we'll have a million questions in glory because we've immersed ourselves in the scriptures. And so, uh, I love this conversation. It points back to God. It points back to the importance of the gospel. It points to looking back. Lucas, I love how you said, you know, even secular world looks back at mm -hmm. the people before them. It's like, we need to be doing the same and see how Christ and how God preserved the church throughout history. Um, mm -hmm. This is beautiful. I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm so grateful for your ministries. Uh, I'm so grateful for your podcast. Uh, we'll have resources available for people so they can check it out because um, there's a lot of people who need to know the church history. And mm -hmm. um, we're grateful for all that you're doing. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. And uh, all the best for everything you're doing, your schooling that seems like it's going to be 24-7 forever. We pray <laughs> for your schooling and um, all the best to your writing, Simonetta. Thank you so much for all that you do. Um, it's cool to see uh, fruit from your ministry mm -hmm. as a writer by yes. seeing these young, amazing leaders just mm -hmm. thriving on fire for God. And so we pray for all of you and uh, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. All right. That was a fantastic interview. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. Amazing. Uh, so many little takeaways. Uh, 
even like subtle things, uh, but big things too. I think it's just important for us to remember, and I can just kind of start us off. Um, a lot of people think old is obsolete, mm. that it's just dated. We don't need it anymore. Uh, if you think of like phones and technology, whatever, things get old quick. You put it aside, you get the new, the greater, the best, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not necessarily true. I think looking to the past, uh, a lot of people even say that with their Bibles. Oh, old, It's Old Testament, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a New Testament Christian. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's that? So you're like, <laughs> you're half Christian? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, so it's important. Um, the Old Testament is important. The New Testament is important. Looking at church history is important. Um, seeing how they lived and you know, helps us in 2023. Yeah. We don't have to just, yeah, just look ahead. Yeah. You well, know? John, John Newfield always says, man, every, every Christian should have a couple of old dead guys that they look up to. That's what John Newfield always <laughs> says. Yeah. He's like, Amazing. yeah, you're right. Cause you, like uh, today's pastors, like, like there's, I mean, there's scandals that come up left and right. Uh, specifically there was one that, um, uh, that, that John was talking about that he had passed away and then stuff came up. Mm. And then all, uh, but like current pastors that are alive that have like either fallen away from the faith or have like uh, done horrible things. And it's like, man, just like find an old dead faithful guy. His whole life front to back Mm. is like, is there and he lived a faithful life. Mm. And it's like, yeah, just look to someone like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. I think it's important. Don't idolize your pastors. They can can make mistakes. That's huge. Uh, That's very, very huge. And I think, um, I think. Also, even just like in cultural moments in the past, a lot of cultural moments in centuries before us are very similar to 2023. This isn't new. Yeah, exactly. You know, the stuff we're going through isn't new. And so looking back to see how Christians responded, mm-hmm. how they engaged or how they, you know, the successes and the failures, we can learn what to do and what not to do. I think that yeah. was that was really important. Uh, Chris, what was the takeaway for you? I mean, I was just really impressed with, the kids themselves yes uh, yeah yes so intelligent um and passionate yeah like i i would not have been doing this sort of thing at their age Um, (laughs) really (laughs) why is that (laughs) what were you you doing church history (laughs) when you were 15 years old that's so weird (laughs) it's true though it's true yeah so i mean i yeah my hat's off to them for for real doing this project and i mean we interviewed two of them but there's a whole yeah. There's a lot of yeah. Like, yeah, they all rotate. They're like yeah. on a schedule. They all rotate, which is pretty cool. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that was a big one for me. The passion, how hungry they are, how pumped they are from just all the things they're learning from these yeah. people who have gone before us. Mm-hmm. That was like really, I, I, I think it was contagious. It huh. is, like, yeah. Because yeah. I was thinking it got me. Thinking yeah, I yeah. totally need to learn more about. That's what I felt too. Things. I left after. I'm like, oh man, I need to. Yeah. I need to. Study a couple dead guys, faithful dead guys. Yeah, come on. As John Newfeld would say. Yeah. Um, no, I think that was really cool. Another thing that was a big takeaway for me is just seeing Simonetta and her role in their lives and her passion for writing uh, and specifically writing like church history for kids and just seeing how those kids' lives were changed by her books. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when they found out they got to like work with her on this podcast, they're just like, oh my goodness, like, it's a dream come true for them. I thought that was really cool. Like, mm-hmm. so what we do matters and the impact we have on the next generation mm-hmm. matters. So if you're a young person, you know, what you do matters and um, how you serve faithfully and point people to Christ literally changes the next generation's lives. Yeah. And I think that was, that was also a cool to see that dynamic 
these young people who are so passionate, so on yep. fire, so excited for church history, and then the person who kind of, you know, sparked that flame. That's yeah. just really cool to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, th- I think that was a really good episode. I, I hope that encourages you and that um, you think about uh, maybe diving in, learning more about church history and just kind of what happened in cultures and centuries before us, how it can help us today. Uh, and also don't be a New Testament Christian only. <laughs> I think uh, the old yep. is not dated. I know Dr. John Newfield always, he calls it first and second Testament. Yeah, right? yeah. He doesn't call it old and new. Um, and uh, I think that's important. They're both uh, equally valuable to us. And so um, if you're one of those uh, New Testament Christians, just be a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> just be a be, full stop first and second Testament stop Christian. <laughs> yeah. Um, we say that lovingly. We don't say anything judge. Do, do I sound judgmental? I sometimes do, but you don't. Do you? Well, just sometimes. Well, not you, but you know. Donnie does sometimes. Yes, he's extremely <laughs> We're going to miss him. Uh, some of us will. I really will. Um, oh. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, you will. Okay. Great, great. Throwing me under the bus? No, no. Chris <laughs> will too. Chris no, will. I just know that, some, you know. Okay, <laughs> I got to stop. It's <laughs> pretty bad. Just kidding, um, just kidding. But something that I wanted to share, like a little of an announcement uh, that I wanted to share with you guys. And... Um, I'm super pumped about it. And I think just watching these kids and yeah. seeing how pumped they are, it just made <laughs> Michelle and I think, you know what? We want to have another one. What? Are you kidding me? I am publicly announcing That's to both awesome. of you. That's awesome. That's really cool. We are expecting our third child. Wow. Air horns. Congrats. Come on. That's awesome. That's dude. a big deal. Congrats. That's a big deal. Um, I'm pumped. January. Wow. January. January today. Yep. So, uh, Life's going to change, but it's going to be amazing. You have yep. two. I won't change I that two, much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear the third is... Oh, boy. Well, That's what they all say. I, well, heard, I heard the fourth. Because I heard the fourth. You don't, you don't have a third hand. That's, oh, that's, that's funny. The, the I thought about that yesterday. Like, you got two feet. <laughs> Pick them up manageable. with your foot. I got two, I got <laughs> yep. two feet. He's right. Yep. <laughs> two more kids max. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, you know, I thought about that actually yesterday because I'm like, okay, I'll take uh, my son to the car. You get her ready. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> we need to have a third parent. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's so funny. That's like not where I thought that was going to go. <laughs> oh, no. It's not where I thought it was going to go, actually. Yeah, I just, sometimes I just spew. We call it sometimes, spewing at home. Yeah. I just kind of talk spontaneous. and see what happens, and it's usually terrible. Anyways, um, so, uh, Brendan, we're going to miss you, man. I'm still here. I'm I know. Still be I know. Oh, but it's yeah. Just, mention that. It's yeah. I should mention that. <laughs> Brendan's not leaving forever. But it's more uh, sad if they think I am. I know. But so it is a. There's going to be a new season. So this is the last episode of season one, and uh, we kind of said that at the beginning of the episode. We're going to have a little bit of a party, a wake, which I think you should probably. He fact checked. Oh yeah, I fact checked myself on the wake thing. And it's I not. Know, I was, I was wake is like uh, wakeboarding. No, no, no. no. <laughs> a wake, a wake is like a funeral, but it's just not as happy as I. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. There, so. there are there are things that they do particularly like uh, in New Orleans and stuff that <laughs> thought that counts Chris. is a celebration of life it's very yeah, yeah, happy yeah. I won't take it personally I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think the wake itself it tends to not be as happy as I made it so. yeah okay so we fact check here and yeah. we want to make sure we give you truth all the time so thank you Chris for fact checking and um, yeah. um, anyway so uh, but so season one is ending we're gonna have a couple week break but we're still going to have episodes happening September 4th and 11th. They'll just be kind of highlight reels. We'll talk about some of our favorite moments, some of our silly moments, serious moments, all that kind of stuff, maybe some bloopers. Um, but uh, that's going to happen for September 4th and 11th. And then season two starts on September 18th. And uh, season two is going to look a little bit different. 
Brendan is moving on to uh, full-time with his uh, videography company, but he still will be joining us as a guest every now and then on Third Chair. Just because I love it so much. So Third Chair is going to look different. Can't it's not going to be, it's not gonna be in that room. Oh, what? Uh, it's going to be somewhere in this. We're going to rearrange this room. We might paint a little bit here or maybe put some artwork somewhere. Uh, we, have, we still have the cancel blinds. You can, <laughs> in well, case not, someone, not anymore. That's true. We're going to miss, miss this. I didn't use it enough. You know, you don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> and then they put up a parking lot. <laughs> All right. Isn't that... That's, Wait, what? That's the truth. That's the truth. Can you explain that to me? And then they put up a parking lot? Oh, it's, it's a song lyric. Yeah, it's a song lyric. We can't say the name of the... I'm uncultured. Album. No, you're just younger than us. <laughs> yeah, <I think> so. <laughs> yeah. That song was a hit in my day. Wow. Um, anyways, um, so... Uh, season two is going to look a little different. The room's going to look a little different. Third chair is going to be here with us, with me and Chris. Right. Chris and I. That's and, what we call boomer guests. humor, folks. I'm starting to I love... Mean, that's our target audience, isn't it? Boomers, I'm, starting yeah, to, I'm actually starting to love boomer humor. What? What does that mean? about? What does that it's, say about it's, me? It's cringy humor. It's like minion memes. It's like cringy humor that boomers would laugh at, but like younger people wouldn't. Wait, like 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 referencing minions? a song lyric that like only <laughs> boomers would know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't one. think boomers would know that. Like song. dad jokes are like yeah. Kind of I, like as, as I announced that we're expecting baby number three, yeah. I can see I I can visually you're and audially see my humor changing. Wow. Yeah. It's like you're, actually. You're, let you're me just. Funnier. This is not an insult. I'm getting just funnier. Yeah. Well, says to the him. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> says the dad. You're yeah. getting less funny. Says that. Oh, okay. Um, but you're justified in that because you guys are dads. That's true. So don't so feel bad allowed. about it. Just embrace it. It's called we're maturing. It's called we're maturing. We're allowed to wear fanny packs and high socks. Exactly. Yeah. With sandals. Yeah. If your outfits progressively get uglier, it's not. That's not what it, it's just maturity. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just maturity. It's not. Says yeah, the young. Not, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, so uh, okay, funny. so season two is starting September 18th, and we're going to have a lot of different changes. There's going to be different guests joining us on Third Chair. Uh, Brendan will be one of those. So mm -hmm. he still will be around, um, but it just will look a little different. But um, what we thought we'll end with a little bit of a wake. Uh, it's not a wake. That's depressing. <laughs> we're going to have right? a little bit of a party. So what we wanted to do is we actually want to have Brendan hop in... Um, this this chair, the hot yes. seat. I've been waiting for this one. And he's we thought, you know, it's his last day as a, you know part of the season one team, so uh, he's going to be hopping on this chair. And we're going to actually bring uh, the guy who's stepping in to fill his shoes, oh. and we'll introduce him to you, uh, which like, is going to be fun. Fight or something? There there might be a little <laughs> bit of a duo, <laughs> maybe a little uh, presidential debate. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know what that means, but we'll find out All after right. these messages. <laughs> Wow. It's nice, eh? That's a nice chair. Yeah. Something's nice. something's happening to me though. He's he's about to experience it, folks. <clears throat> it's not me, it's wait, the chair. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donnie is in the chair. He's possessed the chair. Oh, he's possessed <laughs> this chair too now. Just kidding. Um I'm hosting now. What do I say? This is your dream. Yep. Oh, I've always wanted to do this. So what can you do? Uh, you were doing vocal warm-ups first. Donnie was doing vocal oh, yes. warm-ups first, <clears throat> just to get ready. Baby, 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 baby. <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh yeah. What, don't you do like vowel sounds for? 
Me, 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 me. I can't <laughs> sing that high. My voice is not that high. Oh, so you have something that you can't do. I. That's not true. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I was did. A, I'll, I'll admit that I was. I was a terrific singer back in my day. Back in Monday? Yeah, like last <laughs> Monday? Back in my day, which was not that long ago, actually. <laughs> I was in my prime. All right, Brendan. So um, what I wanted to do yeah. is uh, you're going to be hosting, um, and I thought it'd be good to introduce um, the person. So let me tell you a funny story, actually. Can I tell you guys a funny story quickly? Okay, fine. So, you know, Brendan does... A fa- so he when he... Did the when Donnie possessed him? I don't know how to say it. When we shouldn't use that word. We shouldn't <laughs> use that word actually. But when uh, when uh, he shared that he could speak, when he showed us that he could speak like Donald Trump, I'm gonna adjust this a little. Can I adjust this a little? Yeah, bit? man. No, I think it's fine. It should be fine. Um. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> I was just like blown away. I was like, that's. that's and it wasn't a- even that good. Uh He thinks it's amazing, but it's not that good. No, I think it's Anyways. actually amazing. Anyway, so. We had fun with it. I think it was hilarious. We incorporated in a lot of stuff in season one, and uh, we're sad. But then we made a joke. Chris and I made a joke. We're like, oh, I guess like when you know season two comes, like the next video guy we hired like has to at least do Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what yeah. we said. Yeah. And we were just being silly. Yeah. Anyways, new guy comes first day on the job. I'm leaving, and he's sitting out there with Chris in our little lunchroom area, and I literally hear Joe Biden's voice. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. no. From the heavens. I don't know. Uh, from somewhere. Well, so, it's because the room is so oh, big. Yeah, yeah, it so, yeah, we, have a, we have a huge lunchroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, they took the second floor out. So That's it's just true. a high ceiling. The high ceiling. Uh, vaulted ceilings. Anyway, so uh, I was like, oh, my goodness. So I walked by. I'm like, bro, did you just, did you just do did Joe you just, Biden? And yeah. then he starts doing all these other voices. So I just thought that was funny. So we, we, uh, <laughs> we found a guy to fill your shoes. Really? And, uh, and that's uh, awesome. That's hard because your shoe size is huge. Oh, you, you're oh, okay. you're a huge blessing. Oh, thanks, man. And so that that's uh. That's very. Anyways, kind I want to introduce uh, I want to introduce our new videographer. Is he here? He's here. He's literally. If you look Where? to the right, your right, their left. That's, okay. Oh uh, my goodness! Hey, there he is! Hey. There hey. he is! What's your name? Hey. It's a me, Marcus. <laughs> It's a me, it's Mar- a me Marcus. <laughs> okay, so it has been getting a little bit confusing in the office because his name's Marcus and uh, that's my last that's name. That's pretty cool. And uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you the password because I know you're going to just... I'm going to disable m- your iPad. Don't! <laughs> Dang it, he disabled Sorry, Marcus, my- yes. <laughs> Marcus, how are you, buddy? I am doing well. This so is- well. Uh, and you know what? So he... Uh, I, I'm, I feel bad saying this. Why are you sitting there? <laughs> <laughs> but- Why aren't you hosting? No, I you want you, I want you to host. I'm gonna just say one thing. Okay. Uh, his stash game though, dude, for real. <laughs> I know. Right? That's all I gotta say. He's like yeah. everything I do, but better. Better mustache, better impressions, but like that's 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 not true. That's you're, you're being is. too hard on yourself. He's, you know, I, I, can, can, can I can I can I say something? When, yeah. when I on my first day of the job, yeah, I didn't know that I was replacing you. Oh really? So I meet you, and I'm just like. Wow, this guy's so cool, and like we get on so well. I'm like, we're gonna be coworkers. Like, this is gonna be so exciting. And then I find out, oh, I'm actually replacing you. <laughs> and I was just, my my heart just sang. I'm like, they didn't tell you that. So sad. Uh, that's uh, so sad. That's very kind. But then you've you've stuck around, and and uh, yeah. it's been nice seeing your face still. Yeah, and, yeah. Likewise. You know, and, and obviously, Likewise. it's it's nice to hang out with Andrew and Chris yeah, and, yeah. And, and the whole team. So yeah. Well, I think Likewise. when he when he met me, he was like, "Oh, thank God, I'm replacing him." He's like getting excited. He's like, "Thank God, Andrew's got to go." Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. he realized, "Oh crap, Andrew's <laughs> Andrew, staying." Uh, Brandon's like, oh. 
I love you all. Thank you. And I've, I, I haven't even been here that long, but I yeah. just, I've, I've already felt so welcomed into, into this. Great. And I'm just excited to see where it goes. Me too. Chris, I feel so bad. Uh, we took your camera. <laughs> So we could. Wait, are you recording oh, your audio? I am actually. <laughs> I didn't even realize. That's, I'm fine. That's so I'm funny. Maybe every this, time, maybe every uh, time he talks, we can I'm, have like a picture of him. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We can just do the looping animation of, or just like a freeze actually, frame. Can you just get like a yeah. stock photo. Yeah. Of someone yeah. who's every time he more talks. handsome than me. Oh. Okay. That's. I'm hosting the show now, so I can make that call. Yeah. Can we? Can we make that work? Our new video guy. Can we make that work? We'll, we'll figure something okay. out. Okay. Um, great. Uh, we thought we'd have a little bit of a presidential debate oh really oh well, really I, I, I honestly wanted a donnie duo <laughs> none, none of this was in the pre-interview who's the real donnie we'll oh okay we should find out who's the real donnie after these messages from fox news <laughs> <laughs> this isn't gonna be a, a bad debate it's gonna be a what you would call a uplifting debate we're gonna compliment each other and it's gonna be fantastic let me tell you this man he, what can't he do? Let me tell you, he can do Donnie, he can do Joe Byron, he can do Obama, he can do Mr. Freeman. That's probably my favorite, Mr. Freeman. Could you give us a little demo of that that one? Right? What do you want him to say? He'll say anything. Well, not I, anything. I can't say anything. <laughs> Typically, if there's something to narrate, then I'll I'll, I'll say something. But right now, everybody's just kind of sitting around, vibing. Vibin yeah. wow. says Morgan Vibin. Freeman. Wow. So if I'm not mistaken, you did all the voiceovers for that skit you did with Chris and Andrew, the evangelism script. That was you. Script? 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 Skit. Skit. I, I, I did, in fact. He did it. I go, uh, don't, don't ask me to do Gilbert Gottfried again. That wrecked my voice. <laughs> you did the yelling too? <laughs> I did. The yelling. Cut to that clip real quick. <laughs> wow. That was amazing, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> That's actually really I so much watch power. us I not cut back to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you told me that I'm hosting. Yeah, you are hosting, Come bro. On. I am Andrew Marcus. Um, I, I really still want to see a Donnie versus Donnie, but I love the idea of like both like very positive and uplifting. It's like you keep one upping each other. <laughs> That's why it's funny if it's Donnie and Donnie, because then we're just so narcissistic we can we can compliment each well, other. Well let, let me tell you, let me tell oh. you, Donnie, it's 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 fantastic to be here. And, and, and some people it say some people say you you are the greatest. Some people do say. A lot of people say that. Actually. And, and, and it's it's true. It's true. It is. What has been your greatest moment? Do you think? I have to say, when the voice first came out on this show, the first time Donnie made an appearance, it was truly remarkable. That's all I have to say about that. And I think my second favorite time. May not have even happened yet because I see a beautiful box of donuts right in front of me, and I'm about to eat those up. Donuts are delicious. They are. Let me tell you, folks. Can I have nobody some of those? can eat donuts? I think like we can I get do. the donuts. They're right there. Right there. Everybody's sitting. What? What do we do? <laughs> please, please. <laughs> this is so stupid. This is great. I don't think anyone's watching after. No, everyone's yeah. gone already. So let's just eat them. Oh, where'd your napkin go? Or my napkin? It's on the floor. <laughs> the clean side's still good. Choose your poison. I guess you're right. I pick my poison. Mm, you know what? I'm sorry. I like the sprinkled ones. Is there honey glazed over here? <laughs> oh, bother. <laughs> 
Mm. ASMR with okay. Brendan. Wow. Oh, oh thank you, Andrew. It's the strawberry one. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. Chris has a donut too. He didn't fake you, it. Yeah, no. You can't see it. I also have a can of tuna. Oh, you do? Tuna. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Someone left their random can of tuna over here. Yeah, that's that's uh that's your stack, Brennan, of of all your things. <laughs> It's probably mine. Figured, it, you cleaned out his desk. I, I cleaned out your desk. And it's all, it's all there. A can just, of tuna. Here, do you want your tuna? I don't. You can throw that out. <laughs> it's, probably probably good. Good. it's probably still good. It's, it's got a shelf life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tuna's, tuna never goes bad. Um, okay, uh, but as we wrap up, Brendan, tell us, or Donnie, tell us, um, what was one of your favorite moments? Um, <clears throat> My favorite was uh, this one right here, before you shave your face. You know, shave your face. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying like roll the clip? Only I can have the authority to do that. Cut to the interview. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you can do that. <laughs> if it's in the Donnie voice, roll the clip. Again, we're not going to cut to the clip. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Make me look like a fool on my last day. Okay. So the... <laughs> Just the chewing. <laughs> Just the chewing. What did you want to wrap up with? Um, You're not even eating anything. You're just smacking your lips. I know you are. Oh, apple fritter. Mm -hmm. That was good. That's good. Canadian moment. All right. Marcus, um, tell us what you're excited for. Yeah, yeah. What am I excited for? Uh, I'm excited for all of the different people that we're going to get to talk to. I think every day seems to be something new. Like we're just, we're talking about something different mm -hmm. and, and everything matters. Yeah. You know, like we, 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 we get silly. And I think that's a good thing, but it, like we, we do cover very like serious topics, hot yeah. topics, controversial topics, and just having that open dialogue of just varying opinions and stances on different things and really having open and honest discussions about it and, and, and seriously wrestling with those things. And like, that's our job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. I mean, I, I've enjoyed being behind the camera and I, I'm, I'll probably, you know, sl slide back away from being in front. But uh, I love just being a part of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're great on camera. Thank you. Wow. I, I, I feel like if I'm not scripted, I have to be careful, you know? Me too. Me so too. Like <laughs> you know, because you, you want to say jokes and things, but, yeah, you know, yeah. it's also like... You just you, you can't predict yourself yes. if you don't true have have yourself scripted. You don't have your your your, your pre like written jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not a dad, so and, and so, so my dad a, jokes are just bad jokes. Yeah, yeah, same. And you don't have much of oh, like bad as in like mm, you shouldn't make that joke or bad as in like that was horrible. You know what? I, I I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like this know. job. I do like this job. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to keep it. That's fair. I'm already gone, so. Uh... Okay. <laughs> so I'll leave you with this. I'll why leave you with the, this. Why did Donnie cross the road? Tell us that one joke that you were saying. You know, I didn't actually have a punchline for that joke. Why, why, why did, Donnie... did Donnie cross the road? Why? Oh, you don't remember? Have... It? Oh, yeah, no, I'm not what did, no. What did the rich man oh, say what to did the, the poor man? What did the rich man say to the poor man? The rich man is me, by the way. <laughs> and the poor man is you. <laughs> and the poor man is everybody watching, including you. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Oh, Great. I'm terrible at hosting, man. This feels so awkward. Man, you got to sit here. This, well, I, this show's yours. We, we, can, we can end. 
I think people have already tuned out like 20. You don't want to Yeah, let's end it. Just got to cut our losses. So, Brendan, uh, when in doubt, Donnie, when in doubt, figure it out how. Quit your job. What? (laughs) Leave the ministry. Don't come back. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just kidding. Uh, Uh, I I think we're going to get a lot of letters. uh, Uh, Well, I won't read them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, Brendan. We Brendan, we do love you. I love you, man. And uh, and you. You know, and Brendan. You. Brendan mm-hmm. was uh, you know, a part of the birth of all this, all these changes. We got to dream together. I'm a big part of this. <laughs> Dude, that, that's probably my favorite. That's, that's probably your favorite. That's probably my favorite. Donnie line. doing a. I'm a big part of this. That was all improvised. Yeah, that, that was that, from yeah. uh, bald Egyptian friend. Bald Egyptian. When ChatGPT uh, wrote a song about God me. Bless AI. Do your rap if you want. I don't Let me tell you folks, he'll make you understand the beauty of his culture and the struggles he's faced. No, in the something of his land. I don't remember. And the struggles he's embraced. Embraced. Faced? Embraced? I gotta go. <laughs> All right. God bless you guys. Uh, say bye to everybody. Go. Go. That's all, folks. <laughs> well, I'm hosting, so I legally have to end the show. It is. An, we'll actually, a, it's in the contract. Don't cut me off ever again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so my. Oh, my. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, wait, no. It's that uh, the guy from the TV show. The uh, Oh, my. That one? George Takei. Yes. Yeah, yeah George. Oh yeah, I love that guy. my. <laughs> Were you doing that? Well, I was I was saying that line, but as Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> like, you, you you got both. My brain. That, that's hilarious. Hope you have a great Monday, folks. We'll see you next week. I won't, but these guys will. You, you won't see us next week though, because it, it's see the end of the few, season. We'll, we'll see no, you next season. No, no, oh, we'll yeah, see this, you next week. We're wrapping up. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. You're, this it's, is what it's happens. two weeks of re script this, but it's two weeks of re airs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you'll yeah. see them next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There okay. won't be a new. Uh, are you guys still doing ins and outs for that? Like are you doing just like a, a in. Yeah, so you will see you next week. So yeah. we can end it where we ended it. Yeah. I did a thumbs up and then we're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. All right, or whatever you want to do. All right. Okay. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>